everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Customs Law. I am your host, Jack. Today, we're going to talk about travel insurance, everybody's favorite topic. So my real quick Google search this morning said that skipping travel insurance is actually one of the biggest travel mistakes that people make. So I guess the question is, do I recommend travel insurance? And the short answer is yes, I do. Especially the more expensive your trip is becoming, the more I think that it's probably a good idea to get it insured. Travel insurance covers a variety of things. Examples are like minor inconveniences, so delayed luggages, lost luggages, medical emergencies, trip cancellations, even medical care. But the type of travel insurance that you get can vary. So these days, a lot of people will get travel or trip insurance is how I'll refer to it through their credit card. But you should be aware that the extent that that travel insurance covers is limited to things like luggage loss, luggage delays, like trip cancellations, which when I say trip cancellation, that doesn't mean you can just cancel your trip for whatever reason. It means like if your tour company cancels a trip or there's severe weather or the country's having labor strikes, so it's dangerous for you to go, that would count as a valid trip cancellation. And then that is insured. They also have car rental insurance, which I think is really, really nice. So if you're renting a car and God forbid you get in an accident and damage the vehicle, that's actually covered by your card. And then with this card, you do have insurance like if the airline cancels your flight or there's any delays, but you actually do have a lot of bargaining rights even if you don't have travel insurance when that happens because airlines actually do have some liability when that happens and that's just a result of the way our U.S. transportation laws are set up. So I will go more into that in another episode or reel. Make sure that you subscribe if you want to see that when it comes out. So if you have a credit card, you may already have travel insurance with it. So be sure to check that out, especially if it's a travel oriented credit card, there's a high chance it has travel insurance with it. There's also the really popular Capital One Venture card. That one probably has the same exact travel perks as the Chase Sapphire Preferred. However, even if you do have travel insurance or trip insurance with a credit card, The credit cards really do include travel health insurance, which is a bit different. So travel health insurance is like a supplemental health insurance that you can get so that you have health coverage while you are abroad. And that covers major medical emergencies, like if you had to go to the emergency room or fly back home. There's like accidental dismemberment insurance, so again, like God forbid that something happens to you abroad and you are dismembered but the insurance covers sending your body remains back to the United States or your home country. Travel health insurance does cover that, but it also covers more likely scenarios, which is like maybe going to the emergency room for a broken leg or getting a bacterial infection when you're abroad. So in my opinion, travel health insurance is a non-negotiable if you have a pre-existing health condition. If you're planning to do high-risk activities like scuba diving or cliff diving, even just snowboarding or skiing, activities where you could get hurt, it's a little higher risk. Or if you are going abroad for a longer amount of time. So a long amount of time, it depends on what you think that is. But for me, I would say over a month to two months is long enough that you should probably consider getting some travel health insurance. Even in the worst case scenario, if you did have to pay out of pocket for your medical care, 
There are probably very few countries where that would be more expensive than the United States, but that doesn't mean that medical treatment abroad is free and affordable in general. So it is a good idea to have, especially with the criteria that I just mentioned, it's more likely that you're going to need medical care at some point. I personally have needed medical treatment at least three times while I was abroad, one of which I had to go to the emergency room. And so even for short trips, like at most two weeks, I have seen friends who have also had to go to the emergency room and get medical treatment. And it doesn't matter what country you're going to, if it's westernized or not westernized, you could literally be going to England or Senegal and you still don't know how your body is going to react to the environment and you can get sick. I have seen plenty of people get sick in a variety of countries. I even had a friend who was in Russia and his appendix exploded just out of nowhere and he had to get an emergency surgery abroad. So I'm not saying this will happen to you. I'm just saying these things do happen and you never know. So then we'll talk about what does trip and travel insurance cost? So the answer is not that much. For me, I do have trip insurance through my credit card. So the cost of my credit card, which is the Chase Sapphire Preferred Card, is $95 a year. And that covers all of the trip insurance things that I mentioned. So trip cancellation, trip interruption, rental car insurance. And then I will go out and additionally get supplemental travel health insurance. And I have tried a few different ones that I will share with you. So when I was studying abroad in China through a scholarship with the U.S. Department of State, the U.S. Department of State had me get AXA travel insurance, which I will be honest, did not help me out much. So China actually is the country that I had to receive the most medical care for. I was in the clinic for two weeks and then I did have to go to the emergency room as well. And then when I came back and filed my claims, everything was rejected. So they didn't cover anything and I did have to pay all of that out of pocket. I think that they might have rejected my claims because all of my receipts were in Mandarin Chinese, which I can't do anything about that. Like I tried to translate, but they didn't accept it. So out of pocket, I don't think that my medical care, even with the emergency room, was that much money. I can like try to find the older seats and give you a dollar amount if anybody wants that. Leave a comment if you do. It wasn't a substantial amount of money, nowhere near what you would pay if you had to do the same exact treatment in the United States. As far as paying for the actual insurance coverage, I did not have to pay for that. The U.S. Department of State covered it, so I don't know how much that cost, but they didn't cover much, so I don't think the U.S. Department paid that much money for that travel insurance. Anyways, a more useful travel insurance that I did get, though, was I did buy the GeoBlue travel medical insurance when I was living in Europe for six months. So I had to purchase this when I was studying abroad in Senegal, and I did end up getting sick in Senegal, and I had to get medical treatment. Claim process was very easy. I just paid out of pocket up front in Senegal and then filed a claim later and they reimbursed me, no questions asked. So that was easy. So I decided to use them again for Europe, especially because I was going there while COVID was still happening. So thankfully I didn't need to use it, but I did have it as peace of mind, but I do have my receipt from that. So I can tell you that that cost me $276 for six months of coverage. So about $46 a month. And then on that plan, my deductible was $0. So that means any medical treatment that I would get abroad would be reimbursed and covered back to me. These are not the only two travel insurance companies. There are many more, and they can cover a variety of coverage around travel, health insurance, and then trip cancellation and interruption insurance. 
So you can order them a la carte from the company depending on what you need. For instance, like if you didn't have a credit card with built-in insurance, you can just purchase that separately from the insurance company. Some other popular ones that I have not personally tried but I have heard of are AIG and Alienaz, Aliens. So I'll link some of those in the description so you can check it out and see what you think. But yeah, I hope that I have scratched the surface on the interesting world of travel insurance. And if you have any more questions, please feel free to send them in. Consider me your travel friend so you can ask me anything and I'm happy to answer it. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate the podcast five stars and subscribe to the YouTube channel and make sure you follow all the social media channels. It's at Customs Law. But yeah, I hope to continue posting and talking about more travel advice and tips on those channels. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week. Bye.